Well, praise the Lord, everybody. God bless you and welcome to IntoHisWord.com. Stay IntoHisWord.com and stay.IntoHisWord.com. Now, remember, when searching for us on the web, you have to type in I-N-N-T-O HisWord.com. It's all one word. Hallelujah. We got the website up and proud of that. Uh, no big deal. I mean, it's a big deal that is up. It's another way for you to communicate. Uh, but anyway, uh, it's just uh, uh, some more information, some more biblical information, some more insight. It's just being out there. You know what I mean? Praise God. So anyway, be sure to respond. Let me know what you think about the uh, last uh, message that was out there. It's coming up, actually. It's coming up on Weekly Wednesday, uh, Weekly Words of Wisdom, coming up this Monday. So let me know uh, how you feel about that. I need your feedback on that, no doubt. Uh, and appreciate the feedback that I have been receiving. God bless you all. God bless those that are listening afar off and those within the United States of America. I do appreciate each and every listener. Uh, look up the word appreciate. Look up the word appreciate in your Webster's Dictionary and you know what I'm talking about. So let's get into it. Let's pray and get right into the word. I'm not going to take a whole lot of your time because time is money and time is valuable to a lot of people. And, uh, I think it's best. Uh, sometimes you just don't have to have a, a long, lengthy message to get to the point. We're still uh, taking a look at the book of Acts. Remember, action changes things seriously. Action changes things seriously. And we're going to be taking a look at what I feel are some highlights of uh, Paul's journey. And I feel that this is coming to an end, uh, the book of Acts. So uh, probably... Uh, the next episode, if not the one after that, we'll wrap it up with the book of Acts and we'll move on. So let's pray. Lord, in the name of Jesus, we're so thankful to be here today for this study, for this quick look at the book of Acts, uh, outlining of things that stand out to me that I felt led to share with those that have an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying to them. God touched this world. Hallelujah. We got a lot of stuff going on, God. Let us keep our faith and our hopes and our trust in you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, praise God once again. Uh, as we're looking at Paul's third journey, his third journey here in the book of Acts in chapter 17. Uh, sorry, chapter 19. So let me turn there with you. Acts chapter 19. Give me a couple of seconds here. I'm in the book of Luke, so John. Acts. All right, now go over to 19. These pages are thin. I've had my Bible for a long time. I don't want to tear my pages. I've had it rebound once and look like it's getting to that time again to have it rebound again and book binding is not cheap everything is going up nowadays but it's worth it all right so in the book of acts we have chapter 19 verses 
1 through 7, there's a group of people that was misguided. These are the disciples. But Paul leads them to the truth. Paul took the time out to share with them the doctrine and the gospel of Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. And what the purpose was. Let us read chapter 19 verses 1 through 7. And it came to pass that while Apollos was at Corinth, Paul, having passed through the upper coast, came to Ephesus and finding certain disciples. Here we have Apollos. Remember that guy, Priscilla and Aquila had to teach him, expound to him a, a couple of things in the scriptures. Apollos was, the Bible says, was an eloquent speecher, speecher, excellent speaker, uh, but they did have to enlighten him on some truths of God's word. Priscilla and Aquila, husband and wife. Hallelujah. So I'm imagining that they gave him a Bible study. Verse 2. He said unto them, Have ye received the Holy Ghost since ye believe? And they said unto him, We have not so much as heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. And he said unto them, uh, And he said unto them, Unto what were you baptized? And they said unto John's baptism. Then said Paul, John barely baptized you with water of repentance, saying unto the people that they should believe on him which should come after him. That is on Christ Jesus. Now, uh, at that point in time, you know, John went around baptizing people. You can read about that in the book of John. Hallelujah. But he just told us the story right here, but he had to make it clear and plain and say, hey, don't believe me. Don't believe upon me, although I can get you to the place of repentance. Hallelujah. But there's one that's mightier than me. And that's who you're going to believe because he's going to be able to baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire. In other words, he's going to purify you. He's going to cleanse you with the fire of uh, that fire is used as a, a purification process. Hallelujah. Not the literal fire, but the strength and the fire that's within the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Praise God. And that's what God, uh, that's what Jesus Christ was going to do. He's going to baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. So John was leading the disciples. He was leading Apollos. He was, while he was at Corneth, he was telling these people uh, what was to come. Now, remember in Corinthians, in the, book of Cor in, in the book of Corinthians and in the city of Corneth, they had a lot going on there. If you recall our last uh, talk or two regarding Corneth, and I'm not going to revisit that, but you can always go back and listen to it again. I believe that was on um, part two of his second journey. Uh, we did discuss some of Corneth and on the on my website. Hallelujah. On our website, you can see that there is a link under, uh, I think it's a line upon line page. And there's a link at the bottom of the page. And it'll take you over to a good study I found online. Very plain, very simple about uh, the book of Corneth, uh, the, the city of Corneth and the book of Corinthians. It'll give you an idea on what was going on there. Sometimes we have to use additional material to definitely read and read, 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 and understand what uh, the Bible is actually trying to tell us. We have to study for ourselves to show ourselves approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. 
So as these people were telling Paul that they had received the baptism, but they didn't hear anything of a Holy Ghost. Now, there's many people today out there that hasn't heard much about a Holy Ghost. Or if they've heard about the Holy Ghost, they don't believe in the Holy Ghost. And a lot of people don't believe if they've heard about the Holy Ghost because of the way that they see people acting that have the Holy Ghost. Because some people say they have the Holy Ghost, but they act like they have not had a personal experience with the Holy Ghost. By the evidence of speaking in tongues, by the renewing of their mind, hallelujah, by the changing of their speech, hallelujah, by the changing of their appearance. Come on now. Do you know what I'm saying? The Holy Ghost will change you once you get the Holy Ghost. And, the, and it will be an outward manifestation on what happened on the inside. Hallelujah. So that's what's happening there. So Paul did go on to spend two years in Ephesus preaching the word of God. Uh, verses 19, uh, chapter 19 still, verses 8 through 10. God approved his work and blessed him with the gift of spiritual and natural healing. Paul was able to heal because God had touched him. He approved him. And by approving him, uh, God, what he was doing, preaching the word, talking to people, uh, witnessing, uh, door knocking, if you would, uh, preaching in the synagogue. Hallelujah. Two years in Ephesus, preaching the word of God and God approved it. And by him, by showing, putting his stamp of approval on it, God gave him, blessed him with spiritual gifts. And uh, right here in verse uh, chapter 19 and nine, it says, and when diverse uh, hardened and when diverse were hardened and believed not, but spake evil of that which were before the multitude, he departed from them and separated the disciples disputing daily in the school of one Tyronerus. Uh, and this continued by the space of two years so that all that which dwelt in Asia heard the word of the Lord Jesus, both Jews and Gentiles. And it goes on to verse 11 and says, and God wrought special miracle by the hands of Paul so that from his body were brought unto him sick handkerchiefs and aprons, aprons and, that, and the diseases departed from them and the evil spirits went out of them. Now that's a healing ministry right there. It says with aprons and with handkerchiefs. So in most cases, Paul didn't even have to lay hands. He just prayed over that handkerchief, prayed over that apron, took it back. And the people that had sick loved ones took it back and hallelujah, they were healed when they laid that handkerchief or whatever or the apron upon them. The sinners were confounded and many, many of their evil books was burned. I find that being interested, interesting because when you're reading something that's not going to enhance your spiritual life and when you put more of that into more of your time into that instead of more time of worshiping and reading something that's going to edify your mind, your body, your heart and your soul spiritually, according to the word of God, that's what's going to benefit us. That's what's going to give us good moral, moral and ethical guidelines that's what's gonna help us uh, be more definitive and a, a more round well-rounded person 
Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. That's going to give us integrity, good integrity. And if we're going on and in 23 to 41, we can read that the silversmiths was concerned and caused a great uproar because of God, uh, Paul's preaching. Now here it is. Paul is preaching the word of God in the streets and the synagogue. Now this is going to cause some problems, but why? Because now there's not going to be much need for the silversmiths and making these idols and whatever other things that are making that they that's taking the people away from God and, and, and putting their, I mean, not away from God, but away from the, uh, well, the silversmiths was making things that would take them away from God, hallelujah, uh, the true God, and have them worshiping false gods and idolatry. So Paul's preaching would preach against those, uh, those idolatrous worship and turning the people towards God. So this, um, this, uh, this destroyed or, or put a severe dent in the business of idol making. And, and so the silversmiths, had an issue with Paul in that area. Hallelujah. So, so we have a lot here happening in the Acts chapter 19, and this was pretty much uh, what was going on in the book of Acts. In the book of Acts, we this is known as where the church really got its roots dug in, got established, hallelujah, and it got to, it just took off from here. Once the Holy Ghost was poured out and people were born again of the water and of the spirit, and Paul was full of the Holy Ghost, a, a small man, but mighty in stature. And he just went along preaching the word of God with power, with might, with signs, with wonders following him. So Paul was truly somebody God put his stamp of approval on. I want God's stamp of approval like this in my life. I don't know about you, but I want to be able to talk to someone about the word of God and let the word of God, because that's all we really speak to people when we speak to them is about the Bible says this, the Bible says that. Hallelujah. Let God use me. Let God use you as a mouthpiece, as an oracle, as a spokesperson. Hallelujah. As an ambassador for Christ. Hallelujah. That many would come to Christ because of your testimony, because of your zeal for the word of God and because of your lifestyle that you're living. Now, sometimes we do. The Bible tells us that we become all things to all men. So sometimes we do have to understand what they're talking about. Hallelujah. But not to the point of where it's going to cause us to fall into sin. Nope. But we can relate because some of us had a past. And I'm not speaking of a church past, but a secular past and got converted and bought in. So in the name of Jesus, Read all of Acts chapter 19, and it won't hurt to read the whole book of Acts. It's a powerful book. It's a mighty book, and it's a great book, just like the other uh, 65 books of the Bible. So, Lord bless you and keep you, and until we meet again, God be with you. God be with you. Until we meet again, God bless.